Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the LI Law Podcast. I'm your host, Zahava Schechter. The premise of this podcast is to feature issues, developments, and topics affecting the law and how it relates to the 8 million of us who live and work on Long Island, New York, which includes Nassau, Suffolk, Queens, and Kings Counties. If you live or work on Long Island, this podcast on local and state legislative and judicial decisions is for you. Our guest on this episode is Jesse Hirsch, owner of Solvable, a computer networks company based in Patchogue. Be sure to check out our show notes for more information. Yes, this is a law-related podcast, and we are also bringing in local business owners, not necessarily with a law background, to discuss how local legislative and judicial actions are affecting their businesses. Please keep in mind that we will not be providing legal advice to any specific questions. So let's get into it. Jesse Hirsch is president of Solvable Inc., a managed service provider based in Patchogue, serving Long Island in New York City. Solvable is your full-service outsourced IT department, providing ser- services such as computer and network maintenance, hardware and software troubleshooting, help desk backups, business continuity, website development, and digital marketing SEO. Their goal is to use technology to streamline and grow your business, to achieve the peace of mind and digital well-being you need to focus on what's important. Welcome, Jesse, to our program. Thank you, Sohav. It's uh, so great to be here. Great. So let's get right into it, Jesse. What are some tips you would give our listeners who are either small business owners or individuals about rules or laws concerning IT or internet usage? So there's obviously a lot to talk about here, but um, I think the most important thing to get into is backups. Um, no matter what can happen to your business, uh, personal data and business data is the most important thing to keep running. Um, no matter how vigilant you are to protect it, um, things like ransomware um, to an office fire can and will happen. But by you know just making sure that everything is maintained, you can protect yourself. Uh, backups need to be monitored or they're not happening is what I always say. Uh, period. A backup uh, process can fail for you know a number of reasons, but you don't want to be caught by a ransomware attack or a hack uh, just to find the backups you thought were running for weeks were actually halted you know a month ago because you ran out of space or you know, any multitude of other reasons. Um, so, what we like to do to keep uh, that managed is uh, personally managing and monitoring and maintaining those every single day. Okay, and uh, what kind of equipment is involved in backing up? your software and your files so um we, again a, a few different things so there's both a uh, hardware as well as a uh, cloud solutions um one of which uh like the data which is a product i love um is a, a box that gets installed um in line with your server whatever you store store your files on and um it replicates uh you know continuously all of your data onto itself and then it replicates itself up to um a cloud storage so even if you have, say, like an office fire or something like that, um, your local copies are destroyed, you still have cloud everything, so you're still safe and protected. And it has a great interface for monitoring and making sure that everything's doing what it's supposed to be. And it sounds like that backup can help you if later on you need to refer to uh, either files or other information which you cannot uh, access otherwise. Is that correct? Oh, completely. You could uh, grab a couple laptops in a hotel room and be running your business within 15 minutes wow, of a complete great. office loss. It's really great. That's great. So let me ask you, how complex is it to install this backup? Is this something you do or is this something that the user would do? 
So it requires definitely a bunch of uh, pre-configuration that um, we take care of first. Um, but once it's um, installed and up and running, it's uh, you don't have to worry about it. It just uh, maintains itself for the most part. Does it automatically back up at certain intervals or do you have to manually the, go the in? The intervals are completely customizable and automated. Um, if you want to be every 15 minutes, you can be 15 minutes. If you want to do once a day, you can do once a day. But it's not something I need to think about all the time. One more thing on my to-do list. <laughs> no, that's actually the whole purpose is uh, to prevent you from having to think about it. Um, it's uh, when you have to manually do things, human error is the problem. Um, and uh, as perfect as we uh, try to be, it doesn't happen. Computers do what you tell them to do. If you want to back up every day at 5 o'clock, that's what it'll do. It sounds great. It sounds like every business owner not only here on Long Island, but everywhere, needs to have a backup system to protect himself or herself from uh, losses of data. So that's really helpful. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. So our next segment is called What's on Your Desk, about an issue or challenge facing one of your clients specifically. Um, so what's on your desk, Jesse? So I think this is something that um, everyone can actually relate to these days, um, especially as modern legislation is catching up to the technology and personal data. Um, you've seen uh, Mark Zuckerberg on the news probably in front of Congress, you know, Facebook, Google, all of that. And um, the, all, the purpose of all of this is uh, bringing uh, regulation to uh, personal data. Um, to, for, the, for the few decades as the technology just kind of came out, um, the government's been slow to regulate that. And uh, companies have been free to do whatever they wanted with their personal, uh, with your personal data. And um, it's been a problem. I don't think a lot of people are aware that something as simple as uh, your search history can actually affect your health insurance premium. You could be paying more money just for searching, you know, the symptoms of uh, maybe have a cough or something like that. And um, I don't think that's right. And I don't think most people will. But um, GDPR has been inactive in Europe. Um, you're probably familiar with uh, HIPAA and PCI compliance here in the States. And um, that stuff is becoming more and more prominent. So the specific issue that I want to bring up is uh, actually um, a client I was working with recently. They have um, a patient. It's a medical office. Um, without getting too you know into the specifics, um, this uh, medical ailment uh, was leaked to her friends and family, and she didn't know how it had happened until she recognized the last name of the receptionist who had actually scheduled her uh, medical appointment. And it turns out, you know, this uh, employee was related to a friend of the uh, patient, and uh, the, the information got out. But, um... Wow, that is amazing. As an estate planning attorney, that is a total violation of a patient's privacy. That's actually actionable. I, that is a horrible thing. What happened to the employee? Is that employee still working for the doctor's office? employee is no longer working, uh, especially after there was a significant fine. Wow. That is very scary because we trust our doctors and medical care professionals to uh, keep our all of our information private. That's the whole purpose of the HIPAA law. So that's a, a scary thing. But um, I'm glad to hear that you think that regulation, increased regulation, both on a local and uh, uh, national level is increasing. I know that I saw on the internet yesterday that Facebook is offering users uh, payments if they will if they will allow Facebook to access personal information about their accounts. I I personally wouldn't agree to that, but I guess they think that some people <laughs> the will. Im the important part is making it opt in. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much. And I'm just going to go into my Only on Long Island segment. Um, I saw a report in Newsday on June 6th concerning a bill co-sponsored by State Assembly member Nilly Rosick, who's Democrat of Queens, which would assess a civil penalty against store owners who charge more for products marketed to women, which perform the same function as lower price products for men. The article cited socks, shaving cream, razors, and shampoos as sample items marketed to women in local stores, which are priced higher than equivalent products for men. A, story, a study also showed that pink scooters for children were more expensive than blue scooters. So this bill is expected to pass the assembly and would also need to be passed by the Senate and by governor and uh, signed by Governor Cuomo. So we'll be following that, uh, the progress of that bill. And now we've gotten Jesse to our last segment, Rest in Peace. Uh, do you have something to tell our listeners today? Well, yeah, I've actually recently lost my um, grandfather. Um, so his two brothers were drafted into World War II. And, um, he was passed over for medical reasons, but still wanted to contribute the effort and ended up joining um, Grumman, which you know is based right here in Long Island. Um, he spent a lot of his career there as a technical writer. Um, you know, where um, Grumman was the largest employer on uh, the island for a very long time, all through the Cold War. I think they were around 23,000 strong. Um, yeah, he passed recently at 88, leaving his, you know, his wife of 64 years, his uh, three children, nine grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Wow, I, I'm sorry for your loss, and he sounded, he sounds like an, an amazing man. Truly. Truly wonderful. Um, I read in Newsday that William James Leahy of, I hope it's Leahy or Leahy, of Levittown died also on June 6th at the age of 49 from cancer. He was a fan of the Yankees, Jets, Rangers, and Knicks, but not the Mets. Um, Mr. Leahy was a New York Port Authority officer who was part of the rescue and recovery team at Ground Zero on 9-11 in 2001. And during the days thereafter, he spent a great deal of time looking for survivors and trying to recover any human remains. A fellow officer said of Leahy, he did not view himself as a hero in any way. He was a very modest person. May his memory be a blessing. And that's it for our second episode. Unless you have something, Jesse, you want to add? Yeah, just, you know, we touched on it, but I just want everyone to be aware of their uh, digital presence, their online presence. Um, there's a lot going on for the legislation right now, but just, you know, go online, take a look at the things and just be aware of what's going on. Okay, well, that was such an informative session. Thank you, Jesse, for coming on the podcast today. And to our listeners, be sure to download this podcast on iTunes, Stitchers, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please rate us, hopefully five stars, with a review that might start with, while riding the Long Island Railroad train to the city, my favorite way to pass the time is to listen to the LI Law podcast so I know what's going on on Long Island. Thanks for listening.